Today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Easter greetings. This is Steve Sponskowski. I hope you are all safe and well. It has been a great joy to serve as Executive Director for Real Presence Radio for just over 13 years. It has been a very blessed time for my family and a great opportunity to learn, to serve, and trust. Our family has discerned that the Lord is calling us to step out on the water in faith and follow Him. Where that will lead, we do not yet know, but we are beginning our search. I am working on a transition plan with our Board of Directors, and Real Presence Radio is now accepting applications for the position of Executive Director. It is a very rewarding opportunity for somebody with a great love for the Church, evangelization through radio, and a proven skill for leadership. For more information and a job description, call us at 701-795-0122 and ask for Brittany, or email Brittany at realpresenceradio.com. Thank you for all we have been able to accomplish together, and thank you for your continued prayers for Real Presence Radio and our family. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. We're up here at the Abbey of the Hills in the beautiful downtown Marvin, South Dakota. <laughs> it's just and it is absolutely gorgeous downtown. out. We've got the windows open and the breeze is coming in, the May breeze, and the sun is shining, uh, the blue skies are out. I think and, I might just stay here. And we are here on the radio waves for you out in North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, the corner of Wisconsin. Yeah, right? Wyoming. In Wyoming? Yeah, mm-hmm. we usually have guests on from Wyoming, so mm-hmm. that's neat but today we've got a really unique guest and a man that i hadn't met and then i just said hey i'm calling him up and <laughs> left a voicemail and he was kind enough to call me back last week and we had a great conversation and i'm looking forward to following that up with monsignor charles mangan who's with the diocese of sioux falls serves as the vicar correct me if i'm wrong here monsignor serves as the vicar for consecrated life and um i believe is the head of the marian apostolate as well. Is that correct, Monsignor? Yes. One thing I would say, Deacon Paul, is uh, with the uh, being vicar for consecrated life, I was uh, until our, our new bishop, DeGrood, came in, 
and so when that happens, then uh, our offices in special offices will stop. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I did that, for, however, for 11 years, and it was a great joy. Yeah. So a new boss comes in, and, and he changes things up a little bit. Is that how it works? Yes, um, it, it does work that way. It may be that a, a new bishop will come in and uh, affirm, confirm previous appointments, and he does that too. In other, uh, other times, he will decide to move in a different direction. Uh, and so it's a wonderful thing to see how it develops, and it's always um, it's amazing to see how different persons will do different things. Mm-hmm. Which kind of blends away from or from our last conversation with Father Gary DeRoshi talking about the hierarchy of the military is kind of paralleling the hierarchy of the church in some ways, in, mm-hmm. in, in some ways for sure, and that might be a, an example of that. But the reason we're, we've got you on today, Monsignor, is we want to talk about this month that we're in, this beautiful month. I mentioned how gorgeous weather, but this month of Mary, this month of May, why is May dedicated to, to St. Mary? Why is that, Father, or Monsignor? May is, of course, really the beginning of spring in earnest. It's true that, you know, March 21st about is the beginning of spring, and we know that uh, March and April, especially in this part of the world, uh, are, can be very beautiful months. At times, uh, really, spring hasn't sprung until May, and so... We think of new life, we think of new hope, we think of new possibilities. And in Mary, the Mother of the Lord, we see that enshrined and encapsulated. Mary, who always said yes to the Lord, who always did what God wanted, and who was always ready to do His will. I think that's really, Deacon Paul, why we look at spring, springtime, as being new life. Mary is the one who brings new life to Son, Jesus Christ. Yeah, beautiful. that's beautiful. It's so, as Catholics, we tend to honor Mary um, quite highly. Why do you think we do that? We do that because of what Jesus did in honoring Mary. Remember that our Lord chose Mary to be his mother. And so, as Christ has given Mary honor, so you and I give Mary honor. We really do what the Lord did. And also, we did what the angels did. Remember that the Archangel Gabriel said to Mary, didn't even call her by name, instead said, said, Hail, full of grace, recognizing that Mary has a fullness of grace, that is, the fullness of God within her. And if that were not enough, let's look at how human beings have honored Mary. Think of how Elizabeth, at the visitation, honored Mary. Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? You know, so the Lord has honored Mary, the angels have honored Mary, Human persons have, persons have honored Mary, and it's just a natural that Mary is to be honored and venerated. Yeah, and I was um, um, kind of praying the, the Stations of the Cross, and I can't help but notice the prominence of Mary in the Stations as well as then uh, kind of paralleling Elizabeth, but, you know, mother, here is your son, son, here is your mother, um, in that role that we as humans through John are to, to honor our mother, our mother, as well, huh? Yes, she really is our mother. Uh, she is, well, uh, spiritual writers and theologians have talked about Mary as our mother in the order of grace. 
you and I have a mother in the order of nature, whether our moms are still living or not, they gave us human life. With Mary, Mary has been involved in the spiritual life that we have been given. Christ has given that life to us when he died on Calvary. Mary is the one through whom that life comes to us. We talk about Mary as distributing God's graces to us. Therefore, we put all that together and say, yes, Mary is the one through whom the Lord has given his grace to us. We call her mother. She is our spiritual mother. So thinking about um, how we honor Mary and um, draw her into our spiritual life, what are some ways that we can bring her into our spiritual life? I think, Heather, here we're looking really at uh, two things that are very important. Number one would it be would be our prayer, you know, invoking her, asking Mary's intercession, asking her help near the throne of her Son in Heaven. The second thing is what we call imitatio, which is imitation. We are to imitate the virtues of Mary. Uh, if Mary is close to her Son, and we want to be close to her son, it makes sense that you and I would imitate Mary's virtues, her faith, her hope, her charity, all the virtues that she displayed so incredibly well and faithfully. So prayer and imitation, these are really keys when it comes to our honoring our mother. Beautiful. Okay, Monsignor, I got a question for you here. This is kind of a coming to me, and uh, it's a Deacon Paul question, so bear with me. <laughs> you know, I do, I'm blessed to, to be a part of RCI programs, and so I, I speak to a lot of non-Catholics, and Mary comes up often, of course, right? And I do marriage prep, my wife and I, Julie, we do marriage prep, and often it's with a, a Catholic and a, a non-Catholic, and this, this, this idea of Mary comes up a lot, and... Um, Around a lot of non-Catholics at times, and um, trying to understand and, and and explain, Mary is just a beautiful thing. It's just what an opportunity. But one of the things that comes up sometimes, people will say, "Well, I don't understand why you know there's Mary, Queen of the Rosary, or should I invoke?" <laughs> they almost feel like it's another Mary, like the patron oh. saint of the mm-hmm. Abbey where we're at right now is Our Lady of the Snows. Mm-hmm. or Our Lady of Sorrow, or we prayed before we came on the air this morning, we prayed to Mary, undoer of knots. And I don't know how many... There's a lot. I, I, yeah. <laughs> how many are there, Monsignor? Mary, uh, you know, Queen of Peace, you know, Mary. Right. Yeah. Yeah, how many titles? Thousands, thousands and it, thousands. It's beautiful. Uh, it would Be- take us many, many radio programs to go through. <laughs> and we <laughs> wouldn't would. get all through them for sure. Yeah, well, but the reflective I of the universality of the church, right? I mean, she's yes, Our Lady yes, of Knox. It does. It really does. And also, I would say too, as you began your comment by talking about our Protestant friends, you know, um, this is one of the main differences between Catholicism and Protestantism, and that is that uh, as Catholics, we accept sacred scripture, and the apostolic tradition. Our Protestant friends do not accept the apostolic tradition, but only sacred scripture. So, as the years have gone on, we have had devotions that have come forth, new titles for Mary, and so on. 
um, we would say that uh, our understanding of Mary is not frozen from Scripture, although it's rooted in Scripture. We would say it continues to unfurl. And I think that's really the heart of the difference. Um, we have these various devotions that come to us and have come over the years and centuries, uh, and our Protestant friends uh, do not see that as being important. I think that's really what we're speaking about. I like that. Not frozen in Scripture. That's so true. Where it's unmovable, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. rather root- rooted rooted in Scripture, and therefore yeah. can grow f- and flower and flower out of Scripture and flower into... Um, just the unfolding of truth. Our that, faith is very alive. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, I've always heard that Mary is the fastest way or the quickest, the shortest way to Jesus. And every everything, I think about my folks live in Sioux City, Iowa, and there's a, a beautiful, what's called the Queen of Peace um, gardens. And, and Mary, this, this awesome, um, it's, uh, I don't know how, 50, 75 feet tall um, statue and Mary, in her humil- humility, is, is looking down, but also is pointing um, towards Jesus. And she's always pointing towards Jesus. Can you speak of that to, to our listeners, Monsignor? Well, you know, Deacon Paul, Our Lady always leads us to her son. She always wants us to become perfect, and she knows that it is Christ who makes us perfect. Mary will always lead us to her son. She never, uh, in any way, exalts herself. We exalt her. She doesn't exalt herself. Uh, We exalt her joyfully and gladly. Mary points the way to her son. Do whatever he tells you, as we remember at the wedding feast of Cana's story in St. John's Gospel, chapter 2. Do whatever he tells you. Mary is telling us, look at my son and do whatever he tells you. Mary is the one who reminds us of this truth. I think that's beautiful. And I also, considering the, 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 the way of the cross, I think about Mary's presence there. She was there throughout, but she was right there at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right there at the beginning. After he falls the first time, she's there. She's there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I think that's an anomaly for us, or not an anomaly. That's a, a parallel for us, rather, um, that she's there for us. Absolutely. So as we're honoring Mary during this month of May, Monsignor, do you have some suggestions or things that are going on around some diocese on how we can better honor Mary through May? I would say, Heather, during this time of COVID especially, uh, some of the, many of the parishes are starting to kind of come out of this time in which we weren't able to do much together. But I would think that as the, uh, you know, the summer goes on, there will be opportunities to pray the rosary in public. There will be opportunities uh, to attend perhaps conferences or talks. I'm sure we'll see reference to some of those in our diocesan papers as the time goes on. But I would also say here, Heather, let's not forget that uh, although maybe we haven't been able to gather, certainly we continue with our own prayers. The daily recitation of the rosary is powerful. Anytime we can go to a Marian shrine or church, singing hymns to Our Lady, uh, praying these great prayers like the uh, We Fly to Thy Patronage, Hail Holy Queen, the Memorare, also powerful. Well, and I, I love that you have given other ways. I The rosary is absolutely beautiful. 
and one of my favorites, but I do know some people struggle with it. It's not their thing. So I love that you have given us other suggestions like singing to Mary or other prayers that we can do, Um, and I think that's very helpful. So happy to do it, Heather. All right. Well, thank you, Monsignor, for joining us today. Any last thoughts before we let you go? Well, come Holy Spirit as we prepare for Sunday, and let's remember Mary is the spouse, or sometimes we call sanctuary of the Holy Spirit, so we ask her intercession. Wow. Amen. Well said, Monsignor. God bless you. Thank you for being part of Real Presence Live today. Thank you, Heather. Thank you. Thank you. Well, up next, we're going to reflect on the uniqueness of the Gospel of Mark. And later, we're going to slow down a bit and ponder the mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary, keeping in mind your personal intentions as we lay them at the feet of Jesus through our Blessed Mother. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 